The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. And today is our follow-up Thursday. Mm-hmm. We were thinking about follow-up Friday, but eh, just doing it Thursday. <clears throat> yeah, you think we would go for follow-up Friday, but I don't know. Here we bet. Here people bend the knee. So. Right, so... Yeah, if we want to do it on Thursday, we're going to do it on Thursday. Other people would, other podcasts might do it follow-up Friday. Right. We're not other podcasts. That's right. So that's just how that works. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> we just got a call. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, Super excited about this. We got a call um, from, I believe her name's uh, Laura. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> here. Uh, she's, been, she's liked us on the Facebook page for a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Sir Ezra and I just conquered. We just met. We went on a quest right. to meet the Dairy Queen. Yeah, we did. Um, she's cold. She's cold. Yeah. Just like a long night in winter. But she's delicious. Mm-hmm. And we conquered her we kingdom. Uh, yeah, Laura looks like uh, Wes Gerber. Gerber. W-E-I-S-G-A-R-B-E-R. Yeah, I blame Matt for the <clears throat> pronunciation. <clears throat> pronunciation. I apologize if I uh, yeah. butchered your name there. So, But anyways, we got a call from her, though. We thought we'd play it real quick and then just kind of... Uh, respond. Yeah, respond. So it was a, she had a de- decent message here, so let's check it out. Hello, my name is Laura, and I'm from Central Ohio as well, so it's always nice to hear a local podcast. Um, I have two comments for you. First comment, you brought up in a previous episode how strange it was that Tyrion did these kind of acrobatics and how that seems kind of strange for his character and where did that come from. Um, Well, I just happened to be reading um, A Dance with Dragons, I think it's chapter 14, and it actually says that Tyrion um, began to be trained as a gymnast or performer or whatever. And he actually, when his father came home, walked on his hands on the table and Tywin was just disgusted and didn't allow him to continue to do that. So that's kind of the background story on that, why Tyrion would actually be able to do a backflip or whatever it was he did. So the second thing, which has more to do with the show and is way off from where you're at with the book. But there's something that's been nagging me ever since I finished the last season of Game of Thrones <clears throat> on HBO, and that is the um, love life, I guess you could say, of Jon Snow. Okay, so watching the show, Jon Snow and Egret, so much on-screen chemistry, it's crazy. Um, but I think I'd looked ahead, so I knew that their love was ill-fated or whatever I knew. But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, you know, such a great on-screen romance. And then <clears throat> you see Jon Snow meet Daenerys' dragon for the first time. I was like, man, the chemistry in that scene is just crazy. Like, I was like, this guy is, like, yeah. super into dragons. That's kind of weird. Okay, so I was super excited for Jon Snow then to meet um, Daenerys because, like, as just someone, I watched the show before I read the book. So 
watching the show, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, like, they're going to fall in love, and it's going to be great. Not impressed. I was not impressed with the on-screen chemistry between Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark. So I have one. Do you agree with me? Is that true? Yep. Two, <laughs> my theory is that perhaps the show writers did that on purpose, like made them not seem that in sync because, I don't know, it's kind of weird to have an aunt and a nephew that have like a love story on national television. That's kind of weird. Um, but the second theory that I think is more likely <clears throat> is that it has to do with the actors um, because we know that Kit Harrington and Leslie Rose, I think that's her name, that played um, Egret, are, like, actually married now. So they, like, actually had some chemistry. And now Kit Harrington's married. And so maybe those actors just had trouble, like, having that same kind of on-screen chemistry. Because I thought it was, like... <clears throat> and so that, you know, it kind of cuts off there. But uh, she followed up with us on Facebook and poses a couple questions that she I does. think are... Um, so first, I guess do we... you agree? Um, well, first let's, well, Tyrion. let's Tyrion. talk about the Tyrion thing first. Yeah. So, um, one of the cool things I think about Game of Thrones or Song of Ice and Fire is that a lot of people are in a lot of different places. Yes. Um, and so I have actually own I've read or I've audio booked the first couple books. I haven't audio booked A Dance with Dragons. Yeah. And I'm just now actually this is actually my first like read of the books right um i've just audio booked them before and i've seen obviously all the show all the seasons multiple times and uh as sir ezra getting a blowing uh, up here yeah he's getting uh blown up through the weird uh, do, do you know hey, you know what to be honest with you do you know who this is yeah this is sir thomas the round is it should i answer it yes you should hey uh sir, sir thomas Hey, you're you're live on the podcast right now. <laughs> I just want you to know that, bro. Uh, hey, have me. Hey, hey, tell me. This is this is Sir Thomas the Round's first sort of uh, yeah time on the show. Do you have a second to talk, Tom? The lords, <laughs> the lords. <laughs> hey, Thomas. So, um, actually, the topic we're discussing right now is we just got a call from one of our uh, loyal listeners, and they were talking about Tyrion because we had read the chapter where Tyrion meets John for the first time. And Ezra and I were kind of taken aback when Tyrion did this kind of like flip. Like he does like a somersault. Um, he's like sitting on a ledge and we were just kind of taken aback by it. But then our listener pointed out that in A Dance with Dragons, um, Tyrion actually has like a background of like, you know, this kind of stuff. And his, he was walking on his hands once and his dad, Tywin Lannister, came in and was like furious about it. Yeah. So did you remember that, Tom, from the books? Uh, I remember him doing a couple of things, but I don't remember like the acrobatic. Part. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, if I remember correctly, I think it was because he was ashamed of being a dwarf. The dwarves are supposed to be, uh, like trapeze artists or whatever. He was going to draw the circus and then Tywin was angry because no Lannister is a clown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that was our, that was her first, that was her first point. And her then her, point. her second point was about the chemistry. Oh, Tom hasn't seen it. Oh yeah. Tom, Sir Thomas around has not seen the last, um, season season. He's, he's a big book reader. Yeah. See, this is what um, we're talking about. I was talking about Thomas. I was talking about like, I, I didn't know that from a dance with dragons cause I haven't read a dance with dragons. I've been heavy in the show and then do the wiki. And I'm now actually, this is my first read through the actually like reading through them. Cause I've just done the audio books beforehand. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, but Tom, you've read uh, Up Through a Dance of Dragons, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, um, man, we could jump into the other topic, but we might want to save that for a sec. Uh, yeah. That we're really just talking about the the chemistry between the actors right now, and like, was it good? Was it not good? We got to get you got caught up on the show, bro. Yeah. So. I do. Yeah. It's okay. Well, uh, Sir Thomas, uh, for those li- for the listeners, um, Sir Thomas, it, you you may not know this as well. We actually hit our first Patreon stretch goal. Yeah. So we, I bought the Game of Thrones cookbook, and we're going to be doing some more. Uh, we're going to be doing some cooking things from it, and we're going to be, uh, yeah, doing some more food reviews. So Tom, we're going to need you for that uh, little mead, meat and cheese, my friend. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might die over a few chickens too, you yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, um, hey, buddy, we'll. Uh, uh, is it cool if we give you a call back? Yeah, no problem. All, All right, right, man. Thanks for thanks for calling in. <laughs> uh, no problem, my lord. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, later, buddy. Yeah, later. Uh, that's awesome that that just happened to work. That out. is crazy. But I was, almost unplugged it, but I thought, oh, that's Sir Thomas the Round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have our the phone plugged in, so we could play that that voice message, and then that Sir is Thomas, hilarious. Sir Thomas the Round called. Um. Anyway, so on to her second point. Yeah, Sir Ezra. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, and I don't think it's just Kit Harrington, Amelia Clark. Uh-huh. In the last season, remember when we, uh, if you go back to our second breakfast days, mm-hmm. um, we had kind of mentioned that, man, even the uh, May- Macy Williams, oh God, Sophie Turner yeah, chemistry on screen just seemed kind of off. And we were saying right. uh, that it's because, you know, Game of Thrones is filmed all over the world. And so a lot of times these actors don't work together. Yeah, and, and where they hadn't worked together in, in a couple of years or what have you. But uh yeah, especially um the the they hadn't been I don't they've never worked together, have they? In in the in this series. Not uh, not not Sansa and Arya. But John Daenerys, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, yeah. So but anyways, yeah, no, so it was awkward. You know, we all we all kinda wondered. Um that might have been more the plot on that. That might have be, been yeah. more just the sequence of events and the way it was felt uh like filler felt like they were kind of really trying to tease more out of that than they uh than was there mm-hmm. or that maybe well i mean when you look at when you look at the people that daenerys has even fell in love with you have so you have uh cal drogo who she's is kind of forced into and it's really kind of like her first mm-hmm. love yeah and then you have dario naharis who even though she kind of loves she's kind of like well my purpose isn't here like you know you did the whole time you're like this is never gonna work yeah yeah absolutely yeah and and um and so john snow's really like the first guy that could actually be a guy for her you know he's the because she she's always dreamed about you know when you read the first daenerys chapter i actually went back and re-listened to it and it talks about how um Mm -hmm. it talks about the difference between bravos and on the other there's another land across the narrow sea where you know, there's like green fields and men wear armor and knights right. and castles mm-hmm. and 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 that's who Jon Snow is. He's yes. that kind of a person. Yeah, you know, and you're taking it from the point of like, uh, you know, Daenerys looking for um, that true love type of thing or whatever. But it's it's neat to think about it from in John's, terms of yeah, yeah, John's point of view with uh, with Egret, like just how their relationship you know went. started and went and 
Um, you know, he was in the Night's Watch where he, he never thought that's funny is he never thought he would also have children because he was joining the Night's Watch. I shall father no children. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and Daenerys is kind of like, well, I may never have kids. Yes. Yeah. But, but anyways, the, 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 the chemistry there though is, um, yeah, it's, it's, a little, it's a little awkward. I think it's a little bit awkward oh, or it's just more serious, more intense, but it's also that they're there. He's not willing to bend the knee. No. Okay, you know, and so there's that whole piece, you know, going well, on. He shouldn't well. have to. So he shouldn't yeah. have to. What? He's the one true king. All right. Um, so there's all that going on as well, and I think it was probably hard to convey that, but have the sexual tension there too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you had to yeah. kind of look for it, but it was there. Uh, some longer pauses, which seemed awkward, but it was taking in each other uh, and things like that. So right. Yeah. Yeah. This the scene with the dragon though too. I mean that's. You can connect with the dragon, you know. Then, and we were watching Talking Thrones, and that was a big point where, when the the supposed, <clears throat> excuse me, the supposed like uh, plot leaks, mm-hmm. where she's talking about, you know, I should have known, I should have known that you were a Targaryen by the way that you, you know, uh, yeah. connected with my yeah, the, yeah, the secret plot leaks. Well, the other thing you got to think about is this guy, uh, Jon Snow. His dad was the one that you know helped lead the rebellion that killed your father. True. So, yeah. I mean, she can't, you know, even though she kind of trusts Tyrion, then when Jon Snow first shows up, he's like, yeah, I'm not bending the knee. Sorry. Yeah. And okay. she's like, this is the man that you spoke highly of. And even Tyrion's taken aback a little bit. Like, okay, man. Like, yeah, whoa, easy, I kind of thought, like, <laughs> thought you were going to help me out here. Like, <laughs> but that's not necessarily the case. So Yeah, it's not. And with, you know, with all the, you know, the history between uh, the North and King's Landing. Right. I mean, it makes sense. He's his family's been really hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and and no one knows that more than they do. Mm-hmm. So, I well, he even says, I believe he even says, like they even talk about their family history, and he says, "Well, you killed, mm-hmm. like your father killed my grandfather, right?" Like, and she's like, "Well, I'm not my father, right?" Exactly, because yeah. she starts to bring up one, one of his ancestors who pledged, you know, uh, loyalty and fealty to uh, years ago, but yeah. you know. Um, yeah, the, the Mad King kind of betrays that, yeah. you know, in a sense. So, anyways, yeah. Um, so I agree. I oh, agree. Oh, oh, one I, more uh, quick point. Um, I think I think in the book too, you might have more. Like, what did they have to to go off of? Right. You know, and so you're relying heavily on the HBO um, writers and producers and directors. And stuff. I mean, what did they? How much did they know? What you right. know? What were they given? Um, how are you supposed to act? Because you don't want to, you know what I mean? What if it goes a different way? And exactly. Because cause I think people are paying attention, uh, like Laurel is here, to the actual, um, like every little interaction, right? And maybe, mm-hmm. it, maybe it was played up, um, played this way because society wasn't ready for it. Maybe it's because we're unsure what we're going to do uh, with this thread. Is there going to be like an immediate separation, but yet there was a pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all of that good stuff. Yeah. So I mean, even like even if you think about the scene when they all come together, like of you know, when they're all together at the dragon pit, like right. none mm-hmm. of those actors had ever acted with uh, Sir. I forget her name. The girl, who, the one who plays Cersei, uh, Liana Hed- Henley, Hen- Henley, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Um, she's in like the Purge and other stuff outside of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's it. Yeah, but um, even that seemed kind of weird. You know, just all these people, you know, totally different actors coming together, and they've. 
Yeah. Yeah, Leona Head- Headley. I have no idea how you say her last name. Haiti. <laughs> oh. H- 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 oh, whatever. Anyway, Cersei Lannister. Uh, so <laughs> they all come. Anyway, so they all come together. And I, I just feel like that scene's kind of, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, it's a little awkward. Um, it just it's just it's just everybody trying to get together, and I'm sure there was a lot of you know you look at the way they uh, the way in which they shoot things, um, just whether there was a lot of different people around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have yeah. just been yeah. different. So, but uh, anyway, I agree with our caller. Yeah, I agree. With, I, I agree as well. So, yeah. good thoughts through the weirwood. Yes. Um, all right, so we also have another uh, follow-up to do here. We want to talk about... Yeah, we had uh, mentioned this a couple episodes ago in the uh, main podcast. Someone sent us a raven, and we said we would do a bigger kind of thought about it, and that's what we're going to do now. Yeah, we, well, we just kind of read it on, uh, on one of the reread episodes and, and didn't get a chance to really talk about it more. So Billy Lapari says, what's up, guys? Really enjoy the podcast. We read most of this on the on the show. Um, so to cut right to his um, question here, we have been told that the ending will be bittersweet. This is a little more on the bitter side, but I'm thinking that neither John or Daenerys uh, is the prince that is promised, but rather their unborn son. And the show will end with a small group of loyal men slash women, similar to the ones you referred to in the last show that saved Danny and Viserys. Looking out for him until the, uh, the coming of age uh, in which he will destroy the Night King who I think will sit on the Iron Throne at the end of the show. I see the group consisting of um, Davos, um, Brian, uh, Sam, and Gilly, Jorah, um, who else? Or something like that. Obviously, uh, this will mean that neither John nor Danny lives, so I hope that doesn't happen. Agreed. I, hope it, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> hope that doesn't happen. I, I like this uh, uh, idea, though. Um, what are your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Um I think it's an interesting idea. I had mentioned the last time we kind of talked about this that I had looked at a Gur book, like mm-hmm. a, just something else he had written, which kind of had a similar ending. Um, and I do remember reading a while back a interview or maybe just a few questions from the actor that plays. And I believe we talked about this in Gur Watch, the actor who plays uh, Jora Mormont, and he kind of said the same thing. Ending's kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Yes. So right. I don't know if we really know what bittersweet is. I... Don't I don't know I I don't know if it's gonna end with with their baby and that and that kind of a thing. Well, because he says you know end with the Night King sitting on, uh, the, Iron sitting on the Iron Throne. So that to me would mean that West that Westeros is conquered. Yeah, you know, and so you have some holdouts, some cells, yeah. you know, almost like an apocalyptic you know, apocalyptic um, you know Westeros. Yeah, right. I mean, that would be crazy. Could be a girl thing though. It could be the ultimate girl. Could be the ultimate girl thing. And actually, you know what? I would not be surprised. You know, if Gur hadn't thought of that at, at some point. But as you and I have kind of said several times before on the podcast, is and this is kind of a question for you guys listening. Uh, like, definitely, please let us know on the Facebook page or uh, you know send us a Raven responding to this. Do you think that Gurr's original plan has been influenced by the show? Because mm-hmm. that could be the ending of the books, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's any possible way that's the ending in the show. Yeah, and one thing I was reading, I don't know who this was, it was an article, um, it was an interview that, that Gurr had given, I'll have to try to find it, um, where he talks about how his writing has evolved. 
yeah, and how it does evolve. And he'll start just writing, and we'll see where that character goes. That's where I talked about a couple of years ago when I was talking to Matt that um, there were so many threads. I used to say this after we, we would watch a, you know, we, we would watch an episode of, of uh, the HBO series, and we'd do a reaction to it uh, on our YouTube channel, and I'd be like, um, dude, there's no way he's wrapping this. They're, they're, they they yeah. can't wrap this up. Like, it's just... Uh, I was looking at how many seasons were left and then, you know, books and stuff. And there's just too much in my mind uh, to wrap up. But he has, I mean, if he's willing to do things like the Red Wedding and Hodor and things like that, then he might have a pull. This one thread pulls well, all of them I mean, together. Look at if you, uh, it wasn't season, it must have been season six where, uh, I mean, Tommen kills himself. The Stony Sept gets blown up. I mean, ha- the Tyrells, mm-hmm. all the other Lannisters, like Kevin Lannister, gone immediately. Yeah. The, yeah. All the the faith that's all gone in one fell so that could be one chapter and bam you just killed off like mm-hmm. tons of characters and so yeah yeah I just think you got a decent ways to get there in this next book mm-hmm. so in winds of winter yeah from where we left off well and the, the, but the other thing is that in doable. the books there's just so many more characters yeah I mm-hmm. did actually read and this is going to go in our girl watch so you're getting kind of a uh, uh, sneak preview here mm-hmm. of our girl watch for the next episode is that there was an interview with girl where he was talking to somebody from like a different he was in a different country i saw it on ign mm-hmm. and he i guess he's a, he's always a little more loose with uh like other language when he's being interviewed by people uh-huh. from other languages and yeah. he was talking about he's just basically said that like oh don't worry lady stoneheart is going to have a big part in this next book no way yeah so no uh, way yeah, I'll, to, I'll find it okay I'll, oh I'll my find it. goodness i mean that's Huge Lady Stoneheart, um, like what? I mean, you know, like what? What? And here's the thing with her: she's been um, reborn, right? <clears throat> so she's been. What's that? That's the magazine cover. What the, country was he in? It looks like Japan or wow. Korea. Wow. So if if the Lord of Light has raised the Chinese, Chinese, Chinese Esquire, Ch- Chinese, okay, Chinese Esquire, Matt, okay, <laughs> wow. Um, so if the Lord of Light has raised, um, uh, Catelyn Stark, the, um, or Tully, whichever, then I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm starting to wonder how, um, where, isn't it just weird though, that the, that the Lord of Light is the one who brings her back. Yeah. Right. I know. Now I get though that she is more beholden to the seven and, you know, and that those are, different as well but i just i don't know yeah, here we go here's uh from gur's mouth okay okay uh-huh. from the, the, the let's the, hear it you know the grand the grand ma- the grand maester yeah let's, let's hear <laughs> it gur r martin after catelyn's resurrection it was lady stoneheart who became a vengeful and merciful killer in the sixth book i still i still continue to write her she is an important part of the entire book she many <laughs> and she wasn't even in the show she many christmas <laughs> Who is her equivalent, though, in the show? Like, she's with the Brotherhood Without Banners in the books. Yeah. Um, she's down in the hollow, you know, cave, whatever. I forget what it's called. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's... Yeah, then he goes on to talk about, um, you know, how winter, winter is coming. And oh, sure it is. It's just the, <laughs> it's yeah. just your standard. I work every day, like jumping between six different projects. Of course, the most important, most difficult, most ambitious... And the one that's taking the longest time is Winds of Winter. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, well, an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, anyways, let's let's talk about her for just a sec since you brought her yeah. up. And I want to get back to this guy's um, 
to Billy's theory in a sec too at the end. I'll kind of give mm-hmm. him some comments on that. But um, her significance, what could it be? Yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe he's. I mean, I don't know that. How I, I can't, it can't be that much. She can't play like a a huge role, you know. Well, when you when you think about when you think about all the stuff that hasn't happened in the books yet, like that we know that happens in the show. I mean, the the septum that's huge. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened yet. And then Stannis Baratheon is still, you know, alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could actually still be alive in the show. I don't believe he actually died because, you know. Yeah, they typically show it. They typically show it, and they didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You're right yeah. about that. And maybe, hey, maybe that maybe that's a bittersweet ending. Maybe they all die, and then Stannis Baratheon's like, "Oh, I'm still here, <laughs> and I was actually the true king." Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. what if I, what if he's still lightbringing? You never know. Right. I'm just saying, probably not. But no, it's, probably not. it's yeah. a theory. So. Well, it's, it's things like you know, Mance Raider. Like uh, we thought he died, mm-hmm. right? And then he's he's completely. You know, Completely alive on a rescue mission for air quote Arya Stark in Winterfell. Yeah, you know, so in the books. Yeah. So this guy's theory though that, that he brings up, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of threads in there that a lot of people are saying, specifically that John or Danny might not be the prince or princess that was promised, mm-hmm. whether it's their child or not. But I think that key aspect is definitely something. So there's so his theory has a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. It's super interesting. Like it could happen. Yeah, I think it would be um yeah, because something we talked about the other day yeah. um is we're all thinking you know HBO said hey we have like five and they'll probably get cut down more and more prequels and it seems like we're getting prequel books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No one's ever thought there would be a sequel. Yeah. I know. You know and that's it just seems like oh nobody's ever thought of that. But like I'm sh- there could be. There could be. There could be, yeah. For sure. And that would be a way... Did Lord of the Rings come out before it. The Hobbit, or did The Hobbit come out first? The, um, the Hobbit. Come on now. You the heard Hobbit. It? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it did, didn't it? I don't know. Yeah, but did. I'm just saying, do you ever think people were like, oh, there'd be a sequel to that? Right, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, that was the, one of the... That was early in his writing career. Oh, I know. Career. I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. But, uh, in, in Tolkien's writing career. Um but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that Gurr has to write it. Yeah, but what's he gonna? I mean, we wouldn't get that for years. No, well, he's, this this series is never even gonna. Be <laughs> it's not gonna be. Finished. But I'm just saying, if yeah. that, maybe that's his plan. It could be. Yeah. Maybe that was his plan when he started out, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." The one thing, um, you know, Billy thinks we appreciate the 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 Raven, but um, it seems like you're leaving. If you're Rhaegar, you're leaving a lot up to chance there maybe he had the intention of like i think he was going for the prince um that was promised that was promised in creating you know john snow or you know um Aegon Aegon Targaryen. Targaryen. yeah and so then to think that he was just creating another piece to the bloodline that would then marry back into his bloodline is a little you know yeah when you when you think about the like the logistically where that yeah. might go i love the idea though that it's more ambiguous. You know what I mean? Gerd Still, doesn't write things that are real clean yeah. like that. You know? Well, and here's There's the thing. There's room for is, I mean, I'm, I, it's all pretty much confirmed, but R plus L equals J is not confirmed in the books. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, we don't... Like, I still say it. The books in the show could be totally different. They could be. I don't think they are. I think they're going to be pretty in line, but they could be totally different. And then, and then that would leave the idea of, well, if Jon Snow is actually just Ned Stark's bastard, mm-hmm. like he actually, then that's just all it ever was, which 
again, wouldn't surprise me as a girl thing. Yeah, but one and of the then things- it would literally be just real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their son would be the song of ice mm-hmm. and fire. So that that's I could see that. Yeah, and it's the same way with John. Right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's a song of ice and fire that could could continue. Yes. Yeah. Um, but my thing back to Lady Stoneheart. I'm stuck on <laughs> this for a second. Is, is, okay. Because she's uh, their mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is she going to interact with them? Does at the, Okay, let me think in the book. She may only believe that Sansa is alive. alive. Yes. I think I think she has probably heard word that uh, Bran and Rickon were killed and burned. Um, and that Arya has never been heard of. Um, Sansa is captured or maybe on the run. We're not sure. And doesn't care about John, right? And Rob is gone. Yeah. So I just wonder, like, what in, in Winds of Winter, what's her role? What, you know, what is she looking for? Will she reconnect with her family? Would that change the way she's acting right now? Because she's, she's very different, mm-hmm. you know, almost like no emotion, just bent on revenge. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, and I think it was because she was, um, they pulled her from the river and they brought her back. Mm-hmm. Why did they bring her back? Yeah. What was the point? You know, well, yeah, I don't know. They bring back Barrett and Darian. Right. But he well, has, because he, he's a boss, but, yeah. well, but he has a purpose. And yeah. maybe they saw it in the flames, you know, yeah. Thor Summer, he might've saw something in, in, in the flames. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. That one has always puzzled me. And, and I thought, okay, if the HBO show kind of moved away from it, and she's a major player, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's like, she is. So why? Well, she's a. I mean, she's a point of view character. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and that's that's like, well, we get a point of view chapter with her in Winds of Winter. Oof. Wouldn't that be crazy? And they still called it Catelyn. I don't know that they and could they, anymore. I think she's. Cha- I think that's the whole right. point. Is she is like literally a different person now, uh, kind of like what we see in the show with with uh, Bran. He's changed to the point where he's not really even. He can't even. Uh, right. He's like robotic. Empathize with his yeah he, he he's disconnected from his brother. Yeah, it reminds sisters. me a lot of if you've seen Supernatural, mm-hmm. where uh, Sam comes back after like season six where he's where he's oh like, he's like he's lost like, part of his soul yeah he's like lost part of his soul he's just like yeah. the straight robot like yeah and I, I mean, kind of how Bran is yeah because even remember Mira Reed's kind of like there's another character do you think we'll see her oh yeah like remember where, where she yeah. and Bran's just kind of like okay see ya I know. I know. She's like, after all we like went through. Right. I know. It's, it's, I don't even, I don't really like that. I think there's, there's gotta be, I I, I actually think think Gur likes her a lot. I do too. That's a character he likes. Why? And there's another, see, there's another thing that I think is going to be totally different in the books because in the show, it just seems like, okay, Gilly and Sam are going to like give this piece of apartment after Mm -hmm. Bran says, Hey, you're Targaryen. Right. Um, but then that completely dispels in the books the whole thing of Howland Reed. Will we ever see him? And he's the only person who knows because he was there. Yeah. See, I and think, I think in the I think in the books uh-huh. that's it's going to be that's how it's going to be. I think that's a, that's something totally different than the well, show. I I think actually in the book what it is they just took out in the show they took out one piece. And I think there are three pieces to it. Yeah. So I think it'll be Brand's visions. It'll be Sam, and it'll be Howland Reed in the right. book. Uh, but the show, this didn't have time for it, so they cut it out. Unfortunate, but we'll see how that goes. Now, very quickly, back to Lady Stoneheart for one second. Um, 
because my mind just keeps thinking, guys, we this is follow-up Thursday, and we just kind of do this off the cuff. So without any notes. Um, so let me think here for a second, because Beric Dondarrion, when he's brought back, he says that he almost can't remember how to get back to his, his, um, his home. Like, he doesn't remember where he's yeah. from, almost. You lose he, part of yourself when yes. you come back. And so I almost wonder if she was... And, the, and, the, and, he, and um, Thoris brings him back pretty quick. You know, he, mm-hmm. he brings him back fairly quickly, so he's not gone long. And I think it might be that um, that Catelyn is, is, has been... She, she was dead for so long. Or yeah. not, not super long, but long enough that was... Yeah, uh, I mean, and she's in yeah, the water and yeah, all this Barrett stuff. Yeah, when he fights the Hound, is brought back immediately. Right, I know. Walks back out. So. Jon Snow is brought back like, you know, within like a day. I think like, yeah, it was pretty pretty short. Right, but so there's there's like effects to that though, and and Beric talks about it. And he, this is like the seventh time I think he's that he'll be you know brought back and stuff. So um, pretty you know intense. Yeah. So, anyways, I just kind of thought maybe maybe the reason she's acting so different. I know that her throat is 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 slit too, so that's sort of a a problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's just that she might have lost a part of herself, plus all the tragedy in her, in, in her life, as well. Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. What would what will happen if she actually meets? That's like, what I'm saying. Arya or Sansa. Yeah. It would be really bizarre. Uh, would there be? Would she be happy? Yeah. What just is, the way what's she. going to think. I, yeah. I don't know. See, that's why I don't think Lady Stoneheart. I think she dies. She she's never going to see her. She's, yeah, I don't think so either. She's gone. I, I I just don't. There won't be a big happy reunion. It just won't be that way. She's she's so far changed, in my opinion. Yeah. What if the Battle of the Bastards is different and it's the she leads the Brotherhood without banners against um Oh like my gosh. Maybe it's set of the Knights of the Vale, like maybe Sansa's captured and John has to like go rescue her as part of the deal. Like I don't know, it could be you know, I mean totally different. No, and then right. and then she the- and then she has an interaction with Jon Snow, which would make far more sense because I still like the idea that Sansa hasn't seen any of this like craziness. Like mm-hmm. she still hasn't really seen anything in the show. The only th- crazy thing she's seen is does she see does she see Arya pull a face? Well, I think yeah, she gets to that point. She's figured out what her sister can do. Yeah, I don't think that we see but it. But that's really but... the only supernatural thing she's seen. Uh-huh. She's really yeah. she of all she's kind of like not seen any supernatural stuff. Yeah, I think I think some of it's coming more true, like seeing the wildlings and the giant. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Giant, but the, but you're right. Yeah, maybe not as much as as yeah. the rest of her. So family. I, to me, it just seems make more sense. Of then you get that John Catlin mm-hmm. thing, and so maybe so maybe Catlin then sees only sees John as mm-hmm. her as the like the only child she has she gets to see is John Snow. Wow, wow, because be of their connection and there's far more far more chemistry there than just. Like maybe maybe Rickon still dies that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you still have to consider the Grand Northern Conspiracy too, mm-hmm. and all of this. So yeah, yeah, I, it's just wild. I don't know. That's that's a lot to think about. But um, and also one more note on Billy uh, Lapari. I know you thought I was going back to Lady Stoneheart. I'm no. not. I'm move away from that for now. Um, as 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 is like as is like okay. So on Lady Stoneheart, we're yeah. doing this. Okay, back to Lady Stoneheart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Later tonight, I'll come back. I'll sneak back over here, press record again, yeah. and keep going. <laughs> um, but uh, the idea that they'll have a a child, I still think that will happen. But I think the way that it will happen towards bittersweet is that um, perhaps that John will perish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then people go back and forth on you got 50% well I don't know how many people actually but like 
seems like half people are, are like, you know, John's going to die. The other half are like, no, Danny's going to die. And so you've really got us in a coin toss. Yeah. So I listened to the Talking Thrones, air quotes here, uh, plot leak yeah. of the whole series. And he said, like, a lot of it, he, even he was kind of like, a lot of this doesn't really seem legit to me. And mm-hmm. the way it ends, so this is a, like, I the, after watching it, I think this is just a fan theory, oh, for but sure it's it is. super detailed. Yeah, super cool to listen to. And it ends with, it ends with uh, John and Danny obviously defeating the Night King first, then they go down to King's Landing, deal with Cersei, and then it ends with Danny and John being alive, and Danny says we're getting rid of the Iron Throne, and everybody just goes back to having seven kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I don't think, and then it, I don't, I can't remember if he said anything about her having the baby, but I think it was kind of like she was very visibly pregnant, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and so maybe they do like a flash forward for a bit or something, and then no, no way that's happening. Though. Yeah, like that. there's no way. <laughs> like that's like way too, way too, simple. way too. Simple. Yeah. yeah, no, it's gonna be super complex and and bittersweet yeah you know so we'll have to see what yeah. that means we i think it's time uh, now as we head back into it i mean as maybe we should do another uh who lives who dies and break down all the characters at some point yeah yeah uh, well, i think we should we had done that we had done that before well i'd like to actually you know we post something on facebook maybe we get like a a list out there for people you know to kind of uh give us your list of who who lives who dies on facebook we'll, we'll post like a thread yeah what do you think and then maybe we should do a march madness tournament breakdown geez, yeah <laughs> Those were crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we, we did that in the past. I think it'd be cool to kind of bring back and, and talk about for sure. Maybe mm-hmm. like on another follow-up episode or something. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys. Yeah, thanks for the um, the voicemail and the uh, Raven. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go ahead and do and, a quick... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And uh, thank you so very much to the overwhelming support we are getting on Patreon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to it's be, awesome. it's kind of nuts. Um, so, like, thank you all very, very much. We hit our first goal. We we're going to be doing mead, meat, and cheese. I went ahead and bought the Game of Thrones cookbook. So yeah, we're going to be doing some yeah. of that. It's going to be super cool. I bought. Um, I was on vacation because I wasn't on last week's episode. I bought mm-hmm. uh, a book called The Ice Dragon, which is set in the yeah. world yeah. of. I, th- I think it's like an old Nan's tale too. So, awesome. I haven't had a chance to dive into that yet. I'm going to be doing that, and then I bought this unofficial like puzzle book it's like riddles and rhymes and like crossword puzzles and stuff like that and it's like uh it's pretty cool so we might start putting like riddles or just trivia questions at the end yeah and having people message us and the first person who gets some who gets them right will we'll give a shout out or something yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be really cool um yeah and, and if you have any more questions too for our follow-up thursday you know session it's just a chance for us to kind of you know, off the cuff. It, it could be a theory. It could just be following up to questions and stuff. Yeah, it could um, be uh, pointing out where we're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like which which Laura did. did yeah. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. Um, I had completely forgotten about that. You know, it was, I, yeah. so, it was so bizarre, so. you know. But, um, okay, so but if you want to, leave us a, a Google voicemail. Um, you can hit us up at um, 614-547-2350. Mm-hmm. So that's 614-547. Five four seven twenty three twenty three fifty. Yeah, uh, just go on. You have three. You have three minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Just so you guys know. So sometimes you get cut off on there. But uh, yeah, uh, we will uh, play those on the you know podcast and uh, try to answer them and things like that. So yeah. just have some fun with yeah. it. I think it's cool to kind of get you guys involved, get your voices out here, and, and really have a good time with it. So um, also, if you want to send us a Raven, send, send that to us at um, btkcast at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. 
So, and uh, hit us up on Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash bend the knee. Join the discussion on Facebook. Same thing, forward slash bend the knee. Uh, you guys get the point. Hit uh-huh. us up. We want to talk with you guys, converse, and we want to, you know, put all that juicy goodness out there for you. Yeah, guys. So, um, we'll see you Monday. And remember, winter is coming.